Hey, Amy. It's time to start recording the podcast. Amy? Get over here! We should have been hired to do the soundtrack. Yep. Hello. Hello. Also, that sounds like an evil cucumber, like like a um, serial killer version of Pickle Rick. Murder, Murder cumber. cumber. <laughs> <laughs> it comes out differently every time. Murder Gumby. Mortal Gumby. <laughs> Hello. Is, is Gumby mortal? Is that that's something yeah, we I'm should cover? I'm pretty sure he's immortal. Probably. I mean, he he's made of Play-Doh. <laughs> Hello. Hello. If you didn't know what we're talking about, Mary Kimbe. Mary Kimbe. You are listening to Talk Nerdy to Me, Baby, where we talk nerdy to you, baby, most Tuesdays. We talk nerdy to you, baby. It's the Omegar Girl. <laughs> yeah. Most of the time, if there is a consistent way of pronouncing it, <laughs> it comes out a lot of the time as Madakambi. Madakambi. It's true. Mmm. I have tea. It tastes so, good. In Amy and Casey speak, we are discussing Mortal Kombat. Yes, the franchise as a whole. As a whole. Because our past like two weeks have been very, very like encompassed in Mortal Kombat. It's true. So let's start as we always do from the beginning, or from the cat trying to eat the shoe. Bag. Oh. She's just trying to get into a bag. And oh, she's trying to get back again. <laughs> Round one. one. Fight. So, what was your first uh, foray into the Murder Kimber universe? Into the Murder Kimber. Um, so, my. The MKU, as it were. <laughs> uh, my dad had the Mortal Kombat movies on either VHS or like the really early, like, paper cover dvds uh the, like laser disc or not laser disc like the the dvds that you get really cheap where the the cover seems to be made of like cardboard you know what i mean they're no. usually like the five dollar dvds uh. but anyway he had both of those movies and i just remember watching them as a kid and having watched them back more recently i very obviously just combined the two movies in my head <laughs> because i remember both of them but I remember nothing about the order of anything happening. And I'm like, doesn't this happen? Oh, that's this other one. Oh, doesn't this? Oh, this is one. And I was kind of that way, too. Yeah. But I remember enjoying it and being sad when Johnny Cage, spoilers, uh, Johnny Cage died randomly. Though I remembered a bridge. I thought he was on a bridge, too. Like, and they were watching from far away. I mean, yeah. they kind of were, but. Not really. Yeah. But, yeah. So you remember him being I, on a bridge? I just remember there being like a. A dramatic zoom up to Johnny and then him being killed and like thrown off and then zooming back out to everyone being like, no. Yeah, I just remember something more by the bridge. And, but that's why, like, I wonder if I combined the, the Johnny Cage fight from the first movie 
with all the bridges and whatever's in that whatever in like the hellscape of in the, the realm. in the bridgescape of hell or whatever uh, excuse me that is the nether realm no <laughs> <laughs> um yes it is yes i'm saying no to that whole attitude <laughs> uh but i i think i mi- i mixed up that with like other shots in my head and when he died but i i just remember i enjoyed it a lot as a kid, but I really didn't engage with it in a really big way through the majority of my life. Like, I didn't play the games. I, I didn't, like, go back to it a whole bunch, but I remembered fondly of them. So it was fun to suddenly revisit them older. Your turn. Woo! So I had uh, a <clears throat> friend of mine, uh, introduced me to like my friends were talking about but one of them was kind of like the leader of it because he was the most into it yeah Uh, my friend jace that we randomly ran into a concert yeah that's true so which i think we talked about in some other yeah so my friend jace from middle school he was the one who got people into things in our in my tiny little circle of people uh it started with runescape he got everyone into runescape inadvertently and then inadvertently got everyone into mortal Kombat, and so so i uh played the new game at the time which was armageddon uh played it at his house which is the one you showed me yeah (laughs) on the ps2 uh and then i kind of worked my way backwards a little bit and then i don't know if people know this or if anyone ever did this but for a little bit uh it started with this Mortal Kombat one, and then I just, my brain wanted to branch it into other places and, and did. Uh, but there was, like, a, a weird kind of thing on the internet. Not weird, because it's cool. But <laughs> uh, using forums as a, a role-playing device. So, I am familiar with that. Specifically, I remember there being, like, a lot of Yahoo groups where people did that. I only did it once or twice, and it was always, like, it was always... Ex- it was always OC characters where we just made our own people so we could play as people that we wanted to. Actually, there was like a Star Wars one at the same time, but all of the stuff that I was a part of and all the stuff that I created because I made a few of my own uh, was it was called Pro Boards. Hmm. So whoever like is like, oh, my God, Pro Boards. You're welcome for that really random throwback that you probably weren't expecting. If you were, or if you, not as if you were expecting Then you're Raiden. <laughs> but if you do know that, you should tell Casey on Instagram that he's not alone in remembering it. Or Twitter. Power to the pro boards. Sure. Anyway, uh, and so I was given a character because obviously like Sub-Zero. I think my, I think Jace was Sub-Zero. That's what I think you told me. Yeah. I think he was Sub-Zero. Uh, and so I was just kind of given a throwaway character uh, and so I got Reptile. And so Reptile always has a special place in my heart. As before, I, I think even before I had played a game, I was uh, Reptile mm. in that. Uh, so were you Reptile the man ninja? Reptile the reptile ninja? Or Reptile the Komodo dragon? Reptile the reptile ninja. Okay. Because uh, at that point, he was not... A person, he was the reptile, but in the same uh, similar ninja garb as Scorpion and Sub-Zero. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but yeah, so I, I started getting into it that way. I remember asking for Armageddon for Christmas so I could play it myself and have my own copy. Um, and so I have that and I showed it to you. You did. And so with some of the old stuff you had saved. Yep. I, apparently I was pretty good at that was <laughs> the one people didn't like it, but I had fun with the uh, creating a fighter mm-hmm. ability and I made like one of my own things and then I made uh Angel. You did. I made a angel. very, very accurate looking angel. And an even more accurate Bruce Lee, who yep. is the basis for Liu Kang. Uh but yeah, I was surprised. And the other thing that surprised me it was it uh, it made me do a password to get to my profile and I remembered it. Yeah, and that was what grade? Eighth grade. Yep, that's a long time ago. So for me that was about fifteen years ago. Ooh. Uh but yeah, so I got that for Christmas and was just kind of like researching all I could because, you know, if I was going to be a reptile, I needed to know about the different realms and everything. And then at some point shortly after that, uh, the the two movies yeah. came on TV. And so I DVR'd them and, and watched them. And I, I remember liking them. And on the rewatch, like I, I enjoyed uh, the first one. Yeah, they were... <laughs> The first one. Yeah, the second one's it's the second so one bad. Is, the second one's bad. Um, we watched about half of it, and I we went to bed. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, but the first one, like, aside from the fact that now, as an adult going into it, like, I adore Lyndon Ashby. He is best dad. Um, and so, like, I am predisposed to liking Johnny Cage. I actually do like Johnny Cage. I like Sonya. She was the only person I knew before... Only person from the movies that I knew before that, which was from oh. Billy Madison. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I knew anyone at the time in which I first saw it. And now I knew Lyndon Ashby. But um, re-watching it, 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 it's a stupid kind of fun movie that I enjoy. Like, it has its, its dated issues, like, aside from, like, the not-great stunt choreography, the not-great, like, special effects, the weird choices of acting Especially Raiden. Oh yeah, his weird like. <laughs> yeah, it was like sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> like and honestly, we watched that. I thought that was something from the game that they were like, "We're gonna do this little thing and have it be like a callback," and he's gonna apologize for it because you know it's weird. But they did it in the game, and no. Yeah, you asked me about that. You're like, wasn't that from the game? I'm like, no. <laughs> That is not no, and what Raiden is like. Yeah, and so that was interesting to find out. But, like, I, I have fun with it. The same way I have fun with a lot of, like, heavy, campy action movies. Because I do actually really enjoy that genre of movie. It's the same thing with, like, Doom, Resident Evil, like, those kind of things. Yeah. I think they're fun. Yeah, I mean, it's directed by Paul W.S. Anderson, who did the live-action Resident Evil movies. So, like... I, I think the the first movie had just the right amount of uh, camp, but also, you know, seriousness. It, it, I mean, it was definitely hurt by being PG-13. It was but... hurt by being PG-13 and also just hurt by being the early 90s. Yeah, I mean, it was it was super cheesy and stuff, but I mean, it it is definitely a product of its time. Yeah, like the abrupt change from the way that they write Sonya from all the whole thing and then oh yeah 
girl must oh, yeah, be we kidnapped. Need, we need damsel in distress. Uh, and also, let's put her in like a weird Playboy caveman outfit. But also like leather pieces that are just kind of there. And also, she stuck her hand in an electrical socket because what happened to her hair? But like, like that's a choice. <laughs> and but that's choices like, were made. Choices were made. But that's one of the only like big things that I can point out as like bothers me in that movie like johnny cage is a douche but he like one Lyndon ashby is just a lovable guy but two like it's very obviously that he is the joke yeah and i think the fact that they make him the joke with like carrying his suitcases and falling into the water and everyone's rebuttal of him whenever he hits on sonia is like it's very obviously that that part and that like his actions are meant to be funny yeah and and like and and we talked about this a little bit before was you know he never actually you know touches her or Mm -hmm. does anything you know he never feels creepy he feels like that guy that you roll your eyes at yeah but he doesn't feel creepy and he doesn't feel i think the word i'm thinking of is predatory yeah and so like yeah he's a jackass and yeah he should have more respect but he never feels like someone who's going to do something scary. Yeah, and like he never actually crosses that. No, and that he like he doesn't line. really come off as like a super perv. He just comes off as like a guy. Well, even not even just like a guy, but like a a star who's used to just like people being interested in him because he is famous and having to kind of come to terms with that not being the case. And I feel like I don't. I don't know if it's part of his backstory or not. Like, I, I'm not, like, super deep into the lore of Mortal Kombat, but I would imagine he's, like, a trust fund kid or something. something. He was definitely, like, born into wealth, and they're like, here, go make movies. Well, he was born into wealth and an asshole of a dad. That's what I learned from the other cutscene that you showed yeah, me. Yeah, and it's... will get to eventually. I, I wouldn't be surprised that if his dad, like, produced his first yeah. few movies or whatever. Like, it just seems like <laughs> everything was handed to him. And so, you know, he just assumes that he can have any girl he wants at any time because he's that good. Yep. And in general, I just like the idea that it takes him dismantling his entire, like, jackass personality to get the girl. Yeah. I mean, uh, we'll go into a little bit later, but in the latest Mortal Kombat game, you know, he he's full on, like, dad joke mode and, you know, is, is very different. Mm-hmm. So he he's definitely grown as a as a character, uh, and they they kind of make fun of that too. But uh, yeah, uh, I mean, and the second one is there. Yeah, it's God. It's just it was like only Katana and Liu Kang are the same, and everything else is different. And it just and then we from... immediately are going to murder Johnny Cage, and also Sonya can't fight during the entire first bit. Yeah, it, it it's so I. And, and their big was... bad went from being whatever the big like C- like CGI superimposed monster over the mountain thing was to uh, 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 uh I'm gonna Khan say it, I'm gonna say voice. it in the weirdest thing I, I'm gonna say it, like a wee bit of convention like <laughs> I have no nothing against people who go to conventions and dress up but like he's when you think of the worst people who attend conventions. Is that guy Shao Kahn? Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, and 
Oh boy, I'm losing my train of thought. It's going away. Sorry. It's going away. No, no, Shao Kahn. Stupid. Yeah. Bad. Looks like a dork. What? <laughs> <laughs> I just like hearing you list things like that on the spot. Uh. Oh yeah. So, it. I in the recent uh, honest trailer for Godzilla versus Kong. Mm-hmm. It's like there's a line that we of, will like, not be doing a thing on because I I won't watch it. No. It was here you go episode within an episode. It was, it was fine. Uh, so, <laughs> but in the honest trailer, they talk about like you have to walk that line of being uh, either good, bad, or bad, good, and so like so good it's bad, yeah. so bad it's good, kind of a thing, and just figure out where you are. Otherwise, you're bad, bad, <laughs> uh, and like more the the first movie was so bad as in like cheesy that it's good mm-hmm. whereas uh annihilation is just bad and it's like you you can't even you can't even like i mean you can laugh at it but it's just like oh this is sad versus like oh this is this is so stupid i'm having fun yeah the other one's just like oh god like what were you doing no idea they they just wanted to make a movie like sebastian mascalco says aren't you embarrassed <laughs> Uh, but yeah, like just recasting everybody and just, yeah, it, it, we don't need to spend a lot of time on Annihilation. Nope. And it's 2% on Rotten Tomatoes. Ouch. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so I kind of, like we knew the movie, the new movie was coming up and, Mm -hmm. uh. Which is why we kind of overloaded ourselves. Yeah. And, and the, I got the steelbook that had the Mortal Kombat and Annihilation on there. And so we were both just kind of in that mood. Mm-hmm. So that's why we watch some of those. Um, and then, uh, so I, I've been kind of in a Mortal Kombat mood. We did also watch the animated. Yeah. So I've been playing some of the games mm-hmm. lately. Um, and I had played the Mortal Kombat reboot. It's just called Mortal Kombat uh, a long time ago, a little bit. Um, but I had Mortal Kombat X and then I ended up getting Mortal Kombat 11, which is the newest one. And I've been playing a lot of those lately and having a heck of a fun time. And like they, you know, it's the series is so immature. <laughs> it's so immature. But yet the la- the last two games at least are like starting to show that they're, they've grown up a little bit. Yeah. And it's less like, I-, I don't know, it. it's less childish humor. I mean, it's still ridiculous. Yeah. It's insane. Uh, but it's, I don't know, I, I, there seems to be a little bit more love and respect for it and the characters. And they're actually trying to have, the story is still Crazy. ludicrous. Yes. But it's, you know. But I they're know. trying to have like a story and a story that continues. Yeah. And, and they're trying to give it more weight versus just excuses to fight, which there's nothing wrong with that. Mm-mm. But. You know, I don't I mean, know. I mean, there's I just a reason appreciate... the game was popular in the first place. Yeah, I just appreciate the way that the games have been going. But yeah, I, I've been playing this a lot lately. I should also mention that um, I, uh, many, many years back, a short, I guess a couple of years after, a year or two after I got Armageddon, mm-hmm. uh, I found, um, oh, I think you can actually unlock it in Armageddon. Yeah, you can unlock some of the, the original two games. Okay. Like, I know that I eventually got the trilogy, which is like the first three games they put on a PlayStation One disc. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I just remember being over at Ryan's house 
and we were playing the original Mortal Kombat super late at night, and it was one of those times where you just you just feel like someone's lurking around your house. I am familiar with that feeling. I know you are. Yeah. Uh, but we just kept hearing sounds, and we were kind of like freaked ourselves out, but it was a fun little like sleepover thing. Let's play Mortal Kombat and get freaked out. Nice. Because <laughs> it was super late. Because uh, nice. nothing good happens after 2 a.m. It's the witching hour. How I Met Your Mother reference, who's getting a sequel show. How I Met Your Father. Yep. Weren't expecting that one either. Pro boards. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I just wanted to throw that out there. Uh, but yeah, so the past few weeks, like you said, I've just been mm-hmm. infused with more combat. Me taking it to the extreme. Yep. And me watching the cutscenes of yeah, the games. I, I saved a couple of things for you. Because uh, I here's the thing. I've actually really enjoyed seeing the through line stories of the Mortal Kombat, like the, the the two that you were playing the most of, because they were interesting stories. And I was honestly very surprised. <laughs> and for good reason. I don't blame you for being surprised yeah. because they went from like over the top gore to extremely scantily clad women to more fully clothed women. And still just as much gore, but still attempting war. But also, family. Family. (laughs) Family. Not not quite like Vin Diesel, Fast Furious family. Uh, Just the the Cage and Blade family. Cage and Blade. Well, the Cage and Blade family and a little bit of the Jax family. Yeah. Um, The Briggs family. That's that's his last name. But yeah, I don't know. I've just been enjoying that and I... I enjoyed the story of it, and I know you're a big fan of time travel. I am. Spoiler alert for Mortal Kombat. The games. Yeah, they start messing with uh, time travel, and my one of my favorite things that I had to show you was uh, Johnny Cage, older Johnny, just dealing with like original uh, Johnny Cage. It was Dad Johnny versus Douche Johnny. Yep. Dad versus douche. And Coming the dad wins because you have to fight. <laughs> yes. uh, but yeah, like it's it's been fun to kind of go back to that uh, thing, that, the craze really of middle school. like uh, Cassie Cage. Yeah, Cassie Cage She's is great. Cool. She's the, the first one that you showed me of her where she has like the undercut. Damn, girl. Yeah. And I mean, it helps that she's voiced by Ashley Birch and Erica Lindbeck. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I also really enjoyed the the second game's version of Jax's daughter. Yeah, Jackie got a... I like her in Mortal Kombat X, but I like her look and vibe uh, even more in yes. in 11. Uh, but yeah, I, I also noticed that... Because uh, Cassie became... Like, immediately when doing her part in the story mm-hmm. mode, I was like, oh, she's like my favorite fighter because she's so fast and just... She has the best... Uh, fighting the techniques. best of both worlds. Yep, because she has like the camp and like silliness of her dad, and then the badass, super quick martial artsy fighting of her mother. And so I I like Cassie Cage a lot. Um, it's funny that I I noticed in Eleven, uh, I got the Harley. She has a Harley Quinn skin, mm-hmm. and she looks a lot like she does Harley Quinn does in Injustice Two. And I noticed after playing a little bit. Uh, that she fights very similarly uh, to her in that game too, which that's a another fun series. It's the same company and everything. 
But I've talked a lot and let's get into the more topical the thing the, that you probably wanted to hear about if you clicked on this video. Yeah. Or video. This I know, podcast. Oh my gosh. But I know you wanted pro boards first and then the movie second. So we've covered pro boards. Here we are at the new movie. The Mortal Kombat the 2021. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> okay, Megan the Stallion. <laughs> I can't do that as good as you can. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so let's let's talk about this a little bit now that we've gotten our history and all the other franchisey things out yep. of the way. So we watched it two days ago. Yesterday. Yesterday. I don't know what time nope. it is. Friday. Ha! Oh, time Hi. travel. <laughs> <laughs> um. So we watched the new one. Expectations going in were pretty positive. Yeah, I mean, I I was like, okay, this looks like you know. It has a budget. They're they're going for it. They're going for the spirit of the games, and it looks good. The effects look good, and I'm sure it's gonna, you know, while it may not be the best movie I've ever seen, I'm sure it's gonna be better than the the, the other ones. two. Yeah. yeah. So which I there's a web series. Uh, I think it's Legends, uh, which I I haven't seen it, but nope. It's got some some cool people in it. Um, I think it's got the, what's it, six of nine? Did I say that right? Seven of nine. Seven of nine. Dang it, so close. Seven, Seven of nine. nine. Yeah, she's she plays Sonya in that. Oh, yeah. nice. So I, I'll check it out, but I just haven't gotten to it yet. Um, should we rewind for the Scorpion movie since we didn't talk about that? Sure. Ha ha. Make your wait. travel. Make your wait. Oh, making you wait. Scorpion's Revenge. Scorpion's Revenge. I think it's something close to that. Yeah, it's, I think it's just Mortal Kombat Scorpion's Revenge. Mortal Kombat. Wait, no, sorry. I messed it up. Scratch that. Reverse it. However, Willy Wonka says it. Uh, the web series is Mortal Kombat Legacy. This, the uh, subtitle for, or the main title of Scorpion's thing is Mortal Kombat Legends. Scorpion's Revenge. So I fixed that. So before anyone is like, hey, you didn't say it right. I fixed it. Like Mortal Kombat fixes the timeline and readjusts it like every game. Anyway, we got there. I or I fixed my mistake. You're just staring at me. I yeah. I'm just like okay. I wanted to fix it because uh, Legacy is the web series. Good job. Legends is the animated movie. Cool. So let's talk about it. So Joel McHale is Johnny Cage. Best part of the movie. Best part of the movie. Hands down. Uh, Jennifer Carpenter is Sonya, and I love her. She plays Deb on Dexter. If you don't know who she is by name. Um, probably the best thing I've seen was Scorpion in general. I actually cared and or liked him. He's, he's a little bit Deadpool and a little bit Punisher. Yeah. I said he's Punisher meets Ghost Rider. Like, yeah, but Ghost Rider is just because of the face thing. Yeah. But you know, the, the powers and like almost the static is, Reminds me of Ghost Rider and just the spirit. Ghost Rider is the spirit of vengeance. That's what I feel like Scorpion is in this universe. Yeah, the I guess the vengeance. reason I said De- I say Deadpool is because he does get a little quippy in parts of it. Yeah, if if Frank Castle decided he had a few jokes that he wanted to try out, <laughs> if Frank Castle decided he wanted to try stand up. <laughs> um, so I liked it. It's a. I'm not the biggest fan of that style of 
gore fest movies because when we watch it's it's like when we watch the um justice league dark justice league uh, dark war yeah so like i remember enjoying the first one and like a decent amount and i i hated i hated the second one um it there's something about that kind of gore in specifically cartoons that gives me nightmares and i think it's because i remember like this one show that had like stick figure people things like there was a thing that like gave me nightmares and i think i i just get that initial reaction so i it is a weird part of your brain to explore like you know adult animation is by far nothing new but mostly it's like when it's the comedy route it's just very different from like blood splattery gore fest it's it's a weird corner of your brain Mm -hmm. when it's animated at least that's how i feel no sorry the cat wanted to step on the computer and i told her no um i agree it's it's a part of my brain where like anime that does it i'm fine specifically like western animation that gets uber gory my brain can't always handle yeah I, i i mean i know what you mean i think i have it feel it to a lesser extent but i definitely do still feel that it's it's more like i i watch them and i think i will have nightmares and i don't know why (laughs) because like i watch i watch horror movies i watch more horror movies than you do it's true and like i i can handle that but animation no but yeah i mean it it was fine it does kind of have that abrupt traditional moral combat abrupt ending Mm -hmm. uh but yeah, I thought it was I thought it was fine. I mean, again, you know, I know it was Scorpion's movie, but uh Joel McHale was the perfect Johnny Cage mm-hmm. and just that I don't know, it just sold the movie so much for me. Um and I had I guess I didn't realize or at least like cuz I hadn't started playing the games again yet, or at least not all the way. Uh and I didn't realize that I don't know if it was always that way. Because I feel like they've, uh, because Scorpion and Sub-Zero are two of the most popular characters that they kind of adjusted their backstories and, you know, retconned a few things. And, you know, I think that's why he's like the Punisher sort of in this movie. Is because they... When we started it, you told me that Sub-Zero was the good guy and then Scorpion was the bad guy and no movie has agreed with you. Yeah, I, I, I could have sworn that that's how it was, but I don't know. Uh, my my recollection of a lot of that was really hazy but i just kind of remember having that similar dynamic but now like i mean mortal Kombat. well yeah in 11 they're they're in 10 they get over their rivalship and like they talk it out actually uh and then 11 they're they're buddies so uh as i learned through everything there's uh bihan which is the original sub-zero who becomes noob cybot eventually uh, and then you have the other Sub Zero that becomes the current Sub Zero. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I think because of the popularity, they adjusted Scorpion's backstory and and I think gave him one. Uh, but yeah, it, they want to make him more of like an antihero or you know, which is fine. Yeah, but I didn't remember or I guess <clears throat> even know at all about the backstory with. Uh, Quan Chi or Quan Chi, uh, that he was the one that actually, you know, killed his family and everything. Um, and so that was an interesting thing to for them to explore in that. But again, 
for me, it was just the core characters with Johnny and Liu Kang and Sonya that was... They have a great dynamic. Yeah, it, it, to me, it's they're the classic heroic group. Uh, it's mostly that trio and... And yeah. Scorpion, here's the thing, in that movie, Scorpion's like a fun addition. I like that he, you know, hung out with them, didn't want to kill them. You know, I liked getting his him getting his revenge and actually like seeing him as a person change and whatever and you know make decisions and show that he wasn't like some mindless rampaging like revenge seeker he had like thoughts and like he could strategize and he could make changes to his plans based on new information presented to him uh i like that they so they they i think they kind of took that from some of the games and they take that a step further in some of the newer games uh to the point where Sub-Zero and Scorpion are both wise bearded men who are like they go to them for advice on certain things and they're they both get their stuff together and are very level-headed. Nice. In fact, there's one point where like uh all of the the kids of the older heroes uh go to fight Sub-Zero and he's like this was all a test. I think you all are ready and it's like it's it's weird but cool that Scorpion and Sub-Zero became, like, the mentors. Nice. I like that a lot. Yeah. And so I think as we move into, like, out of this, I think the fact that the storytelling in the games and in that, that movie, like, leveled up the storytelling that I was expecting based on watching the first two movies yeah. and other stuff set my expectations fairly high for the new movie. And it was very much marketed that way. Like without with trying getting as close to saying it without saying it, they're like, it's gonna blow the other ones out of the water and it's nothing you've ever seen before. I think they said something to that effect. Yeah. They really like the marketing really hyped up the the gore and like the the fatalities and everything. Like they're like, it's gonna be just like the games. You can't handle it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh, so now that we've re-aligned uh, with the timeline, Mortal Kombat 21. What did you like? 2021. Uh, I, I mean, I thought the CG was very good. Uh, visually, it's a really, like, pretty. Like, even with the gore and all that, like, visually, it's it's a really pretty movie. The, the thing I liked the most with the CG was actually the ice of Sub-Zero. Yeah, because, that was like, good. And I really liked... Um, when it was snowing and they're like it's oh look it's snowing wait it's july what's going on and then it reversed and Mm -hmm. like went back to sub-zero like all of the ice particle effects were super nice uh i know you had to look away because it was a lot but visually watching jacks lose his arms i mean yeah it got the reaction that they wanted yeah like i saw the majority of it i just like, I didn't need to see his arms actually be removed from his body. I was good. Um, I think one of my favorite moments of the CGI in that was actually uh, Scorpion's face. Yeah. When it, when he did, like, his skeleton face thing. That was cool. Like, that was that was a cool moment for him. Yeah, like, and the, a lot of the fatalities and stuff look really cool. I mean, the blood effects, like... You know, it was all very visceral in the way that the games are. Um, I think, I mean, I think the weakest points of CGI was the Wing Lady and Goro. Yeah, Goro, like, it wasn't bad, but 
it just looked he looked kind of he looked a little too orcish to me. He looked like he belonged in the World of Warcraft movie. Yeah. Like, and so it just, it went too far in that direction. I think part of that was like, there was a, a kind of a green hue to his skin mm-hmm. versus like the... The fleshy tone? Yeah, the fleshy, fleshy slightly like kind brownish. Of, kind of orange more so. Yeah. Like that kind like of thing. Like the one in the original movie is a little orangey. Yeah. And even though he's like very very fake animatronic goro i really like that yeah uh and the goro in the other one was still creepy yeah and and that one apparently like he they call him the biggest diva on set because there was always stuff happening with the goro puppet <laughs> uh and so i that was it was very ninja turtle yeah that was a, that was a part of the cgi that didn't really work for me it wasn't bad it just didn't quite land yeah and i still think that about the wing lady like she looked cool but whenever she had to move it was a little like yeah too going... uh gumby like where they don't have quite the right m- motions to show the s- that they have a skeleton yeah and it makes it look like um the it the cgi is supposed to be seamless between like actual costume and prosthetics merging with the cg mm-hmm. and uh that didn't really mesh well and so it just looked kind of choppy yeah uh going back to everyone's favorite movie of annihilation um that's what happened with shiva where it was like oh the two fake arms oh look we have she has two fake arms and it's just like attached to her it it wasn't that bad obviously but i i agree yeah natara's wings looked detached from her yeah and melina's face was fine like it it moved pretty well and when they did like the split teeth thing like it it worked and, like, I liked her overall design that way, even though it didn't quite match what I was expecting, um, despite the other thing. It looked much more burned, mm-hmm. which was an interesting choice. So she ended up looking a little bit more demonish than she did, like, vampire orc thing, like she did in the other thing that I saw. Um, otherwise, I also liked Liu King's fire. I think that was, like, pretty cool. Like, the, the dragon... Sorry, there's a lot of spoilers in this now. Um, the dragon flame... Well, we never do spoilers. <laughs> the flame dragon thing was a little cheesy, but, like, fun. I mean, that one was, like... They literally just ripped the page straight from Mortal Kombat. That is one of his uh, special attacks. Yeah, and that's the kind of campy action I was expecting. Yeah. Was more of that. Yeah. Uh, and I would say, for the most part... In general, like an overarching thing, the the actor was pretty good. Yeah, like I, I, everyone, you know, really did their best to to sell everything. I, and I would not say the acting, like the acting in this movie was decent to good, depending on where they were at. Yeah, like you know, it it the effort was there, and it wasn't. It didn't feel like cheesy delivery. I mean, some of the lines with like you know, force because it's like you know, someone saying uh, flawless victory and stuff like that's just part of the cheese of it. Mm-hmm. But I, yeah, I think overall, like, you know, people delivered their lines and it didn't feel as wooden as it certainly could have been. <laughs> yeah. And I liked uh, having like such a. I liked them making the main character like I wish it was Liu Kang. Or yeah, yeah. Like, we can get into like the specifics. We of that get into a little bit. specifics. I like the representation. 
was what yeah. I was trying to get to. So, like, I liked having Jax have a focus, like, more so than I've seen in, like, any of the other iterations that I've watched. Um, and I liked, like, Cole was a good guy. Like, I enjoyed him as a person. And the actor did a really, really good job with it. Um, I wish we got more of his daughter. Because I think that that could have been really cool. I, I'll, I'll talk about potential eventually. Um, and oh. I liked not having the majority of cast be white people. And I liked having... Uh, yeah, that's what I was going to yeah. Raiden. Yeah. I, I liked Raiden a lot in this. I liked that he wasn't a white dude. Yeah. <laughs> it was like... It's weird. Like... Listen... Mortal Kombat has plenty of its problems with, like, appropriation and, and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, you can... People can try to blame the the 95 movie for whitewashing Raiden, but Raiden's always been... He's always looked like a white dude when he definitely shouldn't. Yeah. And so the, the choice to hire the actor they did, I think, was a very smart choice. And he's fun. Like, yeah. he, he definitely got who Raiden is supposed to be. Which is an asshole. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which is like the the best of the asshole gods. Yeah, he's I mean, at the end of the day, Raiden is such a know it all prick and it's you know It's true. If you lean into that, which I think the they actor did. did, uh he definitely liked you could tell he enjoyed that side of being like Well, I mean at the end of the day I know everything, so. Yeah. Like, and it, in the end, made him feel like more of a jerk to me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, any any other things that um, you wanted to add? I think the, the other thing I'll say is I think the action sequences were, in general, very good. Like, the my one of my biggest problems with the original movie is they feel like choreographed stunt scenes. Like, you can see it. Yeah, and, you know, part of it with budget, whatever it may be, it was just a bunch of fist fights yeah. in a row, whereas this one had, you know... Had variety. It had, like, what felt more like stakes, because it felt you could feel danger in it. And there's a bit more distinction between the fighters' styles. Yeah, and I also really like fight sequences that feel like dances. And so you... And I think that's just by the nature of, like, the evolution of both camera work stunt work and like the ability to fix stunt double things mm -hmm. but like the one thing i always think of actually is winter soldier when you see sebastian sand training with the knife fight and doing like those twirls and stuff because it's gorgeous and so there are moments in this where i get that kind of feeling of like this is like excellent stunt work and this is excellent like fight choreography and i feel the i feel the precision and that thing that makes me think people enjoy it. Yeah, I especially like both of the Scorpion Sub Zero fights mm. were like really, it was just really well executed. Mm -hmm. At least that's how I felt about it. Yeah. And I just like when they feel like a dance because when it feels like a dance, it doesn't feel like they know what's going to happen next, but it feels like they both know how to do the thing. Yeah. Because uh, like I think the problem with like the original movie is like you can feel them counting the beats in their head yeah and it's like it, uh, 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 uh. And if it were if it were uh weapons i mean they 
you can kind of do it a little bit with hand to hand, but it's like the the spaces like your attacks and defense have numbers. Mm-hmm. So like okay, one, two, four, five, hang parry. Like that that kind of you could see the numbers going through their head yeah. versus this versus this, which gets to be more seamless. Which I think is just by nature of like one like it's skills. Just, yeah, and it's just also, like an evolution, like yeah. you said, uh, of kind I, of. I don't want to say that like there aren't movies that are older with su- fight sequences. I feel like that. I think usually in those things, you have people who are professional fighters in a lot of the acting roles. Yeah. So like Bruce Lee comes to mind. Yeah. Um, and so I think it's having that be able to translate more fluidly. And I want to feel like both fighters know what they're doing, but don't know what the other person is doing, even though they do. Yeah, my, one of my things is, like, that I it you made me think of when saying that was, you know, say whatever you want about it, the the movies and stuff. The fight between uh, Obi-Wan and Anakin in mm-hmm. Revenge of the Sith and Mustafar is one of the most beautiful fights of any kind I've ever seen mm-hmm. in a movie. And it was, it's that same feeling of, like, they know exactly what they're doing, but the characters, it's ex- yeah. like, it's exactly what you said. And that, like, I, I think they were, they were getting to that level of like, especially again, especially for me, the Scorpion Sub-Zero fights were like, they, they nailed it. And I liked that Sub-Zero uses his ice powers the way someone who's had ice powers for a long time would know how to use them. Yep. Like that, that, and I think that's again nature of CGI and current technology letting you do that because you know ninety nine percent of people can't produce ice from their hands, but yeah. but um, it it works out because his character definitely does know how to do it, and yeah. he has been training for it with his whole life. It's the whole yeah, thing and it seems Quay. natural, and it seems and it makes the big moments when he does stuff not really feel forced to be like whoa cool. It's like damn yeah. yeah like when he he didn't pull a uh, pacific rim he pulled out where he pulled out the sword at the the last second when he could have before he pulled it out when it was time to yeah when he like his use of his powers matched what level of threat he felt he was under yep and so it didn't ever feel super show-offy unless he was purposefully trying to be a show-offy thing and i just i liked that specifically Okay. So, there were things we did not enjoy about this yeah. movie. Yeah, so overall... Um, we, we gave it a lot of praise. We gave it a lot of praise, but we did not specifically like this movie. <laughs> <laughs> nah. That being said, that... Here we go. Hot takes. Hot takes. Despite the Sub-Zero. This, the title of this is probably going to be Mortal Kombat Hot Takes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, knowing you, I'm sure you'll stick with that. Yeah. Uh, I would give it four Liu Kangs out of ten. Yeah, I... And they got all of that from the special effects and the fights and stuff. Then, yeah. I I would agree. I would go three or four. I, like... I'm not mad. I'm just Just disappointed. disappointed. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they... So... And, you know, even though you're not... Like, I I still feel like I'm someone who has dipped their toes in the Mortal Kombat lore. I mean, you're definitely the Mortal Kombat fan. I'm a fan of really cheesy and, like, really big action movies. Like, I enjoy that 
that genre. Yeah. So, like, I don't want to go into this being like, oh, she just doesn't like this kind of stuff. I'm like, no, I do. (laughs) I very much do. I just, I think I set myself up for an expectation based on other things from their backlog of media to expect one thing. And get in the and I also had looked up I I had seen two trailers I think but I had not looked up anything on any of this so I had no idea that like Cole was a brand new character. I didn't know that until uh the second trailer I watched which which was the one they released like I think a week before they mm-hmm. released the movie it was like a final like here we go because they dropped the Scorpion Sub Zero fight in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Which I didn't watch. I was like, I don't need it. I'm going to watch it soon. Uh, but I did watch the other trailer and it showed all this stuff with Cole and introducing. And that actually is what made me a little worried. Mm-hmm. Because not that, uh, you know, there's nothing wrong with having an original pro- character as your protagonist. Mm-hmm. That's like new to the, the, the film. But it just... It made me feel a little bit bad because I enjoy Ludi Lin and I was excited to see him as Liu Kang. And, uh, you know, I think he did a good job with what he had. But to me, I was like, it was a weird choice to sideline your hero and kind of replace him with a very similar one. The hero that's usually one of the main through line protagonists of anything in Mortal Kombat. Like, Liu Kang is... He is the chosen boy, one. Pure boy, chosen one protagonist. I've been training my whole life for this mm-hmm. kid. And, yeah. Yeah, like, the that... So, like, that was weird, and to, there was a lot of weird choices to me, and, and I'm not sure the right order to go through them. Well, I just to circle back a bit, um, like, I I don't consider myself, like, a hardcore fan, and even my knowledge is still very limited, yep. and I know uh, you certainly are not a lore keeper of Mortal Kombat no. by any means, but... St- and so, like, I th- like to think that we're both pretty open about any changes or, like, yeah. differences from the the movies to the games. You think I am not someone who comes into Mortal Kombat being like, I am precious with this lore. Yeah. Or I am precious with these storyline things. Like, you can present me with almost anything and do it well, and I'll probably enjoy it. I'm just not that person in general who's, like... You like most a, things. Yeah, but I'm not the person who goes... Th- to watch a movie and has my notebook out and jots down every difference between the book and the movie. I'm not that person. Despite the fact that I can be that person if someone asks me. Yeah. I am also not generally that person unless it's like a really big like the F you do. Yeah. And to use your terminology, there was so much of the F you do. <laughs> because like, listen, the 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 Mortal Kombat lore even from what I do know and what I have played, it's very loose and, you know, resets itself so many times. But there are, like, some consistent things. And, you know, I I actually don't have a huge problem with making changes for change's sake. Because I know, like, there's nothing wrong with wanting your movie to, you know, honor the things that came before it, but still be its, its own, own thing. thing. Yeah. But it's just, like, all of the choices that they made... To to specifically change from, yeah. like, all the other medias that we've gotten. Like, yeah, the conscious decision to change things, 
I can't think of any example where it actually benefited the movie. No. Like, honestly, I can't think of one. Starting just specifically with the fact that there is no Mortal Kombat tournament in this game. No. (laughs) Or in this movie. I'm like, they're like, Mortal Kombat begins. I'm like, um, no, it didn't. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That was probably the least offender for me. No, but I'm just like, that's why it's a baseline, like that's a choice yeah because like the, the it makes it so like you're not playing with the rules of the thing which is you know it's fine and it's not a choice that i dislike in in a general sense it was just weird it was it was weird that uh you know the the whole thing with shang Tsung is he appears to be because he's like the the leader of the tournament and like you know the ultimate goal is to be able to fight shang Tsung mm-hmm. in mortal Kombat, but he's the one kind of um breaking all the rules well he's the one that's uh what's the word pulling the strings? leading the event uh oh he's like the moderator <laughs> not the moderate but like the the, the mc wh- whatever the word is for like the person who uh the host is, no the person like that is in charge of the event like the the boss of it the manager i don't know i don't know there's a word i can't Can think I of right to now your manager yes his name is shang Tsung. uh <laughs> but shanks the whole thing with shang Tsung is that he is set up to be the person the coordinator uh, coordinator sure. of the event but he he is a coordinator who uh wants to be seen that way but is actually the one breaking all the rules and mm-hmm. that's shang Tsung's whole thing and in this shang Tsung's like I'm going to break the rules and do things outside of Mortal Kombat before it even starts. And the hero team is just like, yeah, you know, that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> no rules here. Let's just, we're going to break the rules too. And it, it was just very weird. That- yeah, because it's just like the whole basis of this franchise is like this this thing. And I'm just like, okay, so... Nothing matters. It was just weird, and it was just weird on top of that to have the bad guy be like, "We're breaking all the rules," and everyone, the heroes, are all like, "Yeah, it's a pretty good idea." Well, that's because none the of the other people ones knew just, what was going on. Yeah, but the other everything else is just like, "How dare you? We have to like adjust and like we have to stop you." Oh, are you saying there are tone problems? <laughs> you could say that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that was strike number one. Sure. Sure. Uh, but what's, I mean, so I don't know. Another I honestly thing was just, don't know what to well, We got to go next. Let's go next with Kano since since they decided to make Kano uh, give him like quintuple the amount of screen time that he's ever had in the history of Mortal Kombat. I don't understand like the choice to make like the people who made this has to be the one Kano fanboy that exists in the world. Oddly enough, I was looking at some stuff on it. Uh, one of the writer's favorite characters, his favorite character was Katana, who was Who's just not, not in, in there. Yeah. <laughs> at all. Except her her clone is. Yeah. And her clone dies. Spoiler. So like what? But like the thing about Kano is that he is a character that legitimately exists to propel the storyline of Sonya Blade. Yep. And to a lesser extent, Jax. Depending yeah. on what version. Yeah, be. it's yeah the 
they are uh Jax and Sonya are the, with the special forces special forces and a lot of their stuff and motivation is uh taking down the black dragon uh yeah but group but the the whole thing is like everything that i've seen and this is me basing it on like what i know is kano is somehow responsible for what happens to Jax. like something to do with that that's not the case here they just have already captured kano yeah like it's it's always it seems to be a different thing every time of who makes Jax lose his arms but uh and yeah, Kano's some inadvertently or well, no, not, he's like he's st- usually is like the start of the chain reaction that leads to a lot of things. Yeah. But so the thing is, like, he is a plot device character, and I don't think that the people who wrote the movie understand that the point of a male character can be to exist to further the female character's plot. Because they're like, no, we have to give him a backstory. We have to give him an origin. Like, how do we make him Kano? And, oh, no, the stupidest choice in this entire movie is the Arcana. <laughs> Stupid effing Arcana. The F you do. <laughs> <laughs> Please continue this as a trend of the F you do. But, like, seriously. It's just... I don't understand it. Like, the, the natural markings, sure. Like whatever the markings transferring when you kill somebody i don't understand why are these people chosen as champions why like does it obviously not really matter who your champion is there were so many different reasons for it because like cole was born with it because like his great 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 grandfather was scorpion so here you get a ticket to willy wonka of murder yeah but they have Liu kang go out and murder someone who they imply is a bad person but he's like nah i straight up murdered the dude and i'm like what like Liu kang is an emo like a murder emo in this movie he was like i had to get ahead so i killed so i could get you know yeah my my, my like i wanted my little yin yang brand to show up on me so i could go to the concert yeah <laughs> like- and kano killed somebody so he got it and Jax was born with his maybe we're not entirely sure. I don't remember. I don't think they told us how. They just showed it. Yeah. Um. And so, like, the that idea is a little weird to me because, like, it doesn't really tell what merits that and what it means that, you're, like, your chosen champion isn't your chosen champion anymore. You're just going to end up with whoever, which is not really what has happened. But then Sonya is not, and her entire thing in this movie is everyone being like, okay, well, you're not enough because you don't have a mark, despite the fact that we set you up to be like, you can kick everybody's ass. And I effing hate storylines where you make your female character, who is in everything, the chosen one, like one of the chosen people to battle this, tell her that she has to earn her place where you decide to elevate Kano to just like, hero status and i don't understand it the only reason that that works is because they with the story that they were trying to tell he had to get his eye through arcana which is why i think arcana was the stupidest choice that they made yeah because like otherwise kano is just kano like he he just has the robot laser i think he doesn't have to earn it they're like there's no other way for us to make him kano and thus we must give him a fourth of this movie yeah and that but that's the whole thing of the Mortal Kombat in general 
And and I say that not as like they changed it. It's more of like they had a better example already. That's that was like the whole thing with this movie is that they had examples of what was better already. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh which was I think it's a better storyline of like these people were chosen because of their strength of heart and uh not, and, their, like, not their willingness to kill people. Right, cuz uh I think it was Liu Kang or uh somebody or was it johnny somebody in like the first round of moral combat in the 95 movie they're like shang Tsung's like okay kill him and they're like no nah, i'm not i'm not gonna kill anybody and they're like what but it's moral combat but even raiden at some point says something to the effect of like wow that shows that you are the right person for this because you are willing to show mercy and there's strength in mercy. Yeah, but Sonya is a failure because she refuses to use Kano. And then, like, they make that a point and then she does kill him and she laughs about it. Like, it makes me think, just based on, like, I am all for, you know, bloody fighting with whatever. But I don't understand this idea that, like, you set it up to be like, you know, we're the good guys because we believe in having humanity survive and turn that into murder your fellow humans so you can try to fight in Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Kill your way to get your your Kill the token. people that you're trying to protect, <laughs> technically. Yeah. Like, why? And and I'm just going to go for it now. And then you get to the end and Raiden's like, I want to choose a whole new list of champions. And my... First reaction is, the F you do. <laughs> Sonya just had to spend an hour and how how long? An hour and 50 minutes. An hour and 50 minutes proving that she was worthy of being your champion by murdering people. And you're just like, oh, I'm, I'm just going to make new champions. Why? Say it again. Say it. The F you do. <laughs> <laughs> it... It was frustrating to me because it's it's that idea like it's it's the male idea of feminism. They're like, we're gonna show that she's a badass. We're gonna show that she's like one of the best fighters. She's gonna like, kick everyone's ass and all that. Not only do you have her have to fight the other girl and then like fight the jackass that she already has proven she knows she can beat to make it like. Oh, but now he has a laser eye, so you have to beat him. And then, like, we already know and she can ha- beat. She had to home alone in order to beat him the second time. Did she? It was dark. I couldn't see. She did. She did have to <laughs> home alone to beat him the second time. Like, uh, the it was Game of Thrones level dark. Like Game of Thrones season eight level dark. <laughs> but I'm just like, I'm frustrated by that storyline because it shows me that they don't actually understand how to write like. If, if she wasn't the only, like, lead female character, and she wasn't, like, if someone else had to also prove it, but the fact that you just keep showing Kano, like, you can talk down to Kano as much as you want, but you're still saying that he's more important because he killed people, when you made it a point that Sonya's good for not doing that, and then you just 180 that character to the laughing at Kano thing, and I'm just like, why? Also, I hope they weren't expecting us to be surprised when Kano betrayed About everyone. Yeah. Like. Because, you know, at first it seemed. I, I would have been more surprised if they made him a good guy. Yeah. If they continued with what they were 
trying to do, which was like, he's kind of an anti-hero. We're not going to make him like, you know, a, a D-list character anymore. We're going to make him like C to B level. Uh, and and then it was like, and, nope, he's still the regular Kano. So I'm like, what was the point of all of that? And then y- you have just a bunch of, again, families in jeopardy. It's always the wife who dies for the man. And yes, hello. These are things that I think are lazy writing. Uh, before we get into that, I just want to say, like, these are all examples. The thing, like, if you were to sum it all up into one word, is undermine. The movie yep. undermines its, itself mm-hmm. constantly. Yep. But yes, uh, do you want to do the next part or should yeah, I about... You, you can go. Uh, it's just a continuation of what you were saying. Sure, go ahead. Which was the whole choice which makes Cole as a character pointless. Yep. Uh, but we got to throw in our sexism too, because, uh, you know, I was expecting, uh, there to be like, you know, they set up in the very beginning that Cole is the descendant of Scorpion. Mm -hmm. And so I thought it was like, because of the way that they present the information to you. Yeah. It is like, oh, okay. So he was like sent through time. So so it opens with, you know, Scorpion being murdered by Sub-Zero. And he murders his family, except, surprise, there's another baby. Yeah, and, and then Raiden it cuts comes to Cole. T- and Raiden comes and takes the baby, and then it cuts to Cole. And so I thought, I was like, okay, so Cole is that child who was uh, sent forth in time to uh, grow up and, like, have the timing be just right for him to be ready to fight mm-hmm. in Mortal Kombat. Yeah, because, you know, time travel exists in this thing. Yeah. Uh, and instead... It they point out that the child was a little girl, mm-hmm. and so that immediately makes me think, okay, why don't I have female Scorpion? Where's my female Scorpion? That would have been really cool. So, like, here's the thing: I understand that Scorpion is the most popular character. That's fine. This movie makes Scorpion useless because he's only his only role one is to lead to Cole. And then make an appearance so fanboys don't get mad. It, But it also, but his appearance at the end, in a lot of ways, cancels that Cole. Yeah. So Cole and Scorpion make each other useless. They do. They cancel each other out because, in a weird like, way. Why do we need Cole if Scorpion is still alive and thus, like, is still a fighter champion person? Why do we need Scorpion if Cole is alive to be the legacy of that? Yeah, it is just like it undermines itself in both ways. Yeah, so like I agree. It feels like they cancel each other out and it feels like Cole is meant to be a replacement for Scorpion. But like, don't be mad because like he's still technically here. Yeah. And instead, like like Casey was saying, is it would have been interesting if like Raiden had taken the baby girl and baby girl becomes Scorpion. Like at least that would have felt like an evolution. And that would have been a new character. Yeah, like that would have been, Ed. I mean, and then no I offense to Cole, it would have been a more interesting take to be like, yeah, okay, and and it would have been like a cool way to have introduce a new character in like a female Scorpion kind of way, a female uh, Shirai Ryu character. The other thing is, when does the next generation line get their their mark? Because this was actually what crossed my mind. It's like, when does it happen? Because could he be killed by Sub-Zero and then we could have gotten his daughter being a badass? 
Or we could have had you everyone. Mean Scorpion being killed and then. No. I mean, Sorry, Cole. I mean... Cole oh, has okay. a kid. Yeah. He has another generation. When does that mark pass down? Like, does she have that mark? Like, could we have had people thinking it was Cole this whole time? And then it turns out it's not. It's his daughter. And she gets to have, like, this badass moment because she is the most recent bloodline of this generation. And, hey, if you wanted to not do Mortal Kombat in this movie, like, as, like, as happened, you know, it could have been that she was she was the one to the chosen one for actual Mortal Kombat. Yeah. And, like, that could have been a twist. And it's not that I don't like Cole. I just, every plot point that you gave me makes him useless. And he also, like, he replaces Scorpion and replaces Liu Kang's role without really doing anything different. But also without actually replacing them. Yeah. They're still there. They're just sidelined. Yeah. And I'm like, And his thing is, like, he gets meat- meat looking armor <laughs> i know but i'm saying I the know. design looks like flesh yeah the it looks like the way muscle structure looks but he gets like a a armor shirt and arm knives he gets like yeah it uh at the end it looks like they had blades i forget the actual name for those but they're basically like tonfas mm-hmm. with sharp pointy edges yeah. uh and so like it was fine but yeah another case of of undermining um but yeah it's just so many they made so many changes that again it just i don't see how it was supposed to improve or no you know be better than what came before because after that i showed you the, like the johnny cage stuff and oh, one sec oh yeah who's not there johnny cage is not there and like that's fine you don't have to have Johnny Cage, but you try to replace his role in this story with Kano. And, you know, I it may be unfair to, you know, use a writer's words that aren't in the movie as a thing, but I'm going to do it anyway. The writer said, oh, well, you know, I, I wanted like a bad kind of character in the mix of the heroes, because if you just have heroes... It's boring. And so Johnny Cage, having Johnny Cage and Kano be snarky to each other doesn't work. And I'm saying, I'm thinking, you make the rules. Yeah. It could work. It could work. Well, that's why I think that the biggest problem in this movie is lazy storytelling. But but the thing is, you could have had Johnny Cage be offered the chance to turn on them and have that be his moment of no longer being the asshole. Yeah, because like in every other thing, the whole thing with Johnny is like, Oh, this dude's an asshole. And it's like, no. I mean, he is. But don't worry. There's still a hero in there. Yeah. He, like, it's in there somewhere. Yeah. But we, why do you need that when you have Cole, who's like, I don't want to be a hero. And, like, I'm not good enough for this. Like, when you have that storyline in a different package. Yeah. But anyway, Johnny Cage is a sequel bait. <laughs> yeah. and Because, again, Raiden can make any champions that he wants at any point in time. And the F you do. But the, the the worst thing about this is like, again, having recently watched uh, a fantastic Johnny Cage with uh, Joel McHale, mm-hmm. lovely man in every way. Uh, he was so good in that. And so now seeing like they're making changes to pretty much every character willy nilly. I don't want to see this Johnny Cage because I know it's not going to be. Even if it is Joel McHale, like even if they cast him as it. Which... I, I don't think they will. Give me my live action 
Johnny Cage is with Joel McHale, but not in this franchise. Yeah, well, that and like, because they 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 kind of they kind of screwed over every uh, every actual character from Mortal Kombat. And then they screwed over their original character. And they screwed it up. Their OC. Uh, Bringing we, it back around to the fact that I talked about OCs. Yeah. Eh. Uh, we. Eh. For Jax, we can sum up in uh, two words or one name and one word. C-3PO arms. <laughs> oh, do you want to just talk about how Arcana means you just manifest muscular robot arms and also arm things and... Like the the Arcana is just manifest whatever the f you want. I, it was a weird thing. It was another weird thing to say. Like you don't matter unless you have powers that manifest right? themselves. And it's like, dude, there's so many characters in Mortal Kombat that can do just as well without powers. That's the whole thing. Yeah, it's like, but no, they're not special. I have. Decades of evidence to show you, sirs. Yeah, but this this movie legitimately says that if you don't, if you aren't chosen and given superpowers to go fight people, that you you don't matter and you're not a hero. Yeah, and, and that, for Sonya, she gets her uh, pew pew laser gauntlets, and it's like, except okay. they're in her skin. Yeah, and I'm like, why not just do what the character has, which is just have gauntlets. Because then they're Black Widow. I'm not hearing a bad... I know. <laughs> but, like, it it just confuses me. Like, just the choices confused me. And I can understand why people would like this movie. Like, I can understand it. Because they just wanted, like, to see people fight and die in really crazy ways. And they wanted action sequences. But, like... It's just... the the When all the other offerings from this, like, franchise are so much better <laughs> it made me gurgle it at did. the thought but when all the other people like other th- offerings in this franchise show so much better storytelling i'm gonna be disappointed like here's the thing i like without exaggeration i really like doom and I know it's not like a glorified thing of storytelling but there is a story that makes sense and you get it, and it's fun. I legitimately like Chronicles of Riddick. Hello. Apparently, they just need to cast Carl Urban. <laughs> but, um, but, like, Carl Urban is in a lot of really stupid action movies. But, like, I legitimately like movies that aren't, like, mega-level storytelling, but try. And it just didn't feel like they tried. Or it just felt like they... It's They had the roadmap to success, and then they burned it. Well, they had the roadmap to to success and said, we know better. And guess what? You didn't. You didn't. The F you do. do. The F you do. But, yeah. I mean, where are we at? We're okay, at we're at a while. Well, boy. Uh, <laughs> well, it was all, we were at like 40 minutes when we started talking oh, I about know. this movie. It, it was... We, we already did... Uh, the Snyder Cut, but we did the Snyder Cut of Mortal Kombat just now. <laughs> but, like, again, I think the actors all did really good with what they were given. Like, the yeah. the guy who played Cole, the, like, the guy who played Luke King, like, 
they did good with what they were given. Just what they were given was bad. Yeah, I would even say, like, you know, I know you, you hated him, and, and I did too, but, like, dang it, if the actor wasn't who played Kano wasn't trying and oh, making choices. he was committed. He was there. He was in it. He was going. He did not hold back. No. And, like, I respect that. That's why, like, Kano legitimately got some laughs from me because the actor did such a good job. I just, his story made no effing sense. Say it again. Say it again. One more time. The F you do. <laughs> I like the, the NPR dedication of the F you do. <laughs> uh, but, yeah. Uh, there you go. Overall, Hot takes. You've, you've heard all of our stuff about the Mortal Kombat franchise. Hey, shortly after this, I'm probably going to go back and play some more Mortal Kombat 11 because it's real good. Uh, but it just, at the end of the day, despite the childishness despite the ridiculous amounts of gore despite all of the you know problems that it's had over the years it's at the end of the day it still always has heart and Mm -hmm. that's like to not have that pulsing heart beating in your hands that you pulled out of someone's chest that beating heart of the franchise you got nothing yeah like i'm not saying that mortal kombat has like a really deep like lesson or like thing that it's trying to give you because like in general i think it's just meant so you can have fun and i can enjoy things that don't try to cater to me and my wants yeah but it have like still has it still had like the surface level hero's journey with multiple characters because it's like it's an ensemble yeah but i feel like this movie tried it with Cole, but even undermined itself with that. Because, like, I just... I didn't buy the heart, and I... It just felt so antithesis of the other Mortal Kombat games. Not to mention, like, they went full grimdark on this movie, more so than fun. It, like, it, it didn't... It wasn't fun. Like, even in, like, the punchier moments where they, like, tried to play into some of that, which was really, like, lent completely, like, leaned completely on Kano. It it didn't have any of the fun. And I'm not saying I need, like, the Marvel quip sad, quip sad fight thing. But all the other Mortal Kombat's, like, there's a certain level of, like, like we've said, camp. Or, like, even childishness, but, like, an, some kind of fun. Even when we're being dark and talking about, like, murdered families, there's some element of fun in the story somewhere. Yeah, like, you know, it, it's a game that has, like, you know, uh, a character sacrificing themselves so that their child can be safe and, like, you know, like, saving lives and, and you know, all of that. And then the next minute you're doing a fight and you punch through someone's heart and there's a hole in the middle of it and you make a little heart thing with your hands. Or you or use take them a as selfie. a puppet. Or use them as a puppet and practice your controls. Or you're the Terminator. You're the, you're the Terminator and do tricks on a motorcycle. To friendship. Like, that's that's what Mortal Kombat is. Yeah. And, yeah. So, overall, I still think it is. Sorry we didn't like the movie you liked. Uh, but, you know. Overall, 
thoughts on Mortal Kombat as a franchise? I enjoy the franchise. Like, I enjoy... I am a really big fan of, like, games or tournaments or things that make people, like, have to deal with deadly situations. As a storytelling device, I really like it. Yeah, I, I'm just a sucker for just tournaments in general. Like, yeah. I love it. I, like, I grew up watching Dragon Ball Z, which is, like, every other arc is a tournament. <laughs> <laughs> and so, like, and I loved it. And, like, I loved the Hunger Games, and I've enjoyed so many other things that just involve, like, putting people into a thing where they have to compete against each other for a thing and, like, finding out how we can survive this, like, and have the hero be victorious. Like, I am a really big fan of that kind of stuff. And I like the characters that I've met. I like the characters that I've barely met. Yeah. I just... I, it's just... It's... I really like it because you one minute you have... Uh, a four-armed monster pulling off arms of people and the next you're playing as a character literally named mocap and it's just a dude in a mocap suit and see <laughs> it, it's that level of thing that i feel like this this lost this is and like i use the term grimdark because that's the term for like that genre of thing but it it's it's batman versus superman where happiness is not allowed except for the one quip but, like, I don't know. I I want to come out of... If I want a grimdark story, I want it to fully go, there is no hope. Like, that's what I want out of that. If I... If you're not going to do that and commit to being, like, that kind of thing, then you have to have moments of levity to make you understand that throughout the story, hope is alive. So that when you get to your good ending you feel like you understand what that means. And this wanted one thing and wanted the other thing for the end. And it didn't work for me. I'd say after all of that, we gave it a true fatality. Yeah. And if you enjoyed it, more power to you. I hold no grudges of people who liked it. Same. And <sighs> looking at the numbers, it will probably get its sequel. Yeah. But there you go. That's our thoughts on Mortal Kombat as a whole and the new movie. Yeah. This, had, this episode has everything. everything. Movie reviews. Franchise reviews. Game reviews. Catchphrases. Pro boards. MTV's Dan Cortez. That's the one I always remember at the end. Because they did it in a lot of things. Yeah. Because it was one of the running gags. Yeah. But anyway... anyway. Thank you for sticking with us for almost an hour and a half worth of content. Almost the length of the movie itself. Yes, well, we we had more nuance, is, is my <laughs> thought. Nice. Anyway. Thank gonna, you. Oh, I was going to sip the tea on that one, but I'm out. Because <laughs> we've spilled it all. <laughs> so, thank you so much for listening to Talk Nerdy to Me, Baby, where we talk nerdy to you, baby. And please... Tune in next time where we talk to your ears and you listen. And if you want, you can respond to us on things like Instagram or Twitter, where I am Amory by the Sea on all the things. And I am not, for I am Case Crusader on all the things. Including things like YouTube. I hope that you come back for our next episode. We put up episodes Tuesdays at 7 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, most Tuesdays. And until next time, thank you so much for listening. 
Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> you made a weird Mickey. Mickey me. Mickey me. Fatality. Mickey B.